Melissa Harrison here for our latest edition of the Media Project podcast, Religion Unplugged, talking with one of our members, Evelyn Osagi of Nigeria, who was recently in New York on tour sharing her poetry and song alongside a close friend of hers, Dr. Karen Amachi-Fu. Ladies, thank you for joining us in the studio. Evelyn, you were part of our Coaching and Leadership Fellows Program at Pointer in 2017. Tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do back in your home country. Okay. Um, it's so good to be in New York, in 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 God's own country, America. It's uh, so exciting. My name is Evelyn Osage. I am also known on stage as Evelyn the Poet. I'm a journalist. I work with the Nation newspaper in Nigeria, one of the um, largest national wild rich paper in Nigeria. And um, I am also um, an artist and I express myself as a, po a poet in poetry, in creative writing and in photography. Um, yeah, back home, I have done um, all kinds of exhibitions and um, I've taken, I've, I've done group exhibitions before now um, over the years. But, you know, my coming to TMP's program, you know, changed my life in terms of it refocused me as an artist. I spoke with one of our mentors, Richard Port, and he talked to me and pushed me on to take my um, poetry and my photography very seriously and um, also look at it from the point of view of storytelling. Um, so, and he encouraged me, instead of just being involved in um, group exhibitions, that I should begin to look at doing solo exhibitions, which I started in February this year. I did my first solo exhibition where I did an outdoor thing um, and I, I combined it with my poetry and I called it Words Meet Images. And since then, um, last, last month, I did another second edition, six months after. And, and what, one of the things um, that, it's, that is driving it is unity, the call for peace, unity, and love in the country, and globally especially. And um, I'm here to, um, in New York following um, the life and times of Dr. Karin Ama Echefu. Um, as a journalist, you know, and she um, is a cultural and intellectual um, historian who has done a lot of work. The first time I met her, she was she was actually um, she was in Nigeria with her husband. I had written about her husband. Her husband is a co cultural advocate and um, a songwriter and a musician in Nigeria, and um, I had done a story on him. That was about seven so years ago. And um, I met them, both we were attending this cultural event and I met them there and I spoke to her and she, and I was doing an investigative work on what you call um, ancient way of marriages where they put women in certain rooms called the fattening room. And I told her about it and they were incidentally living in Calabar where you have that kind of culture. And that was the first time we met and we struck up from the first time. And then we agreed that we we're going to see again. We never get to see until the husband came and um, met me up recently. 
And um, we hooked up and we got talking about her work because I had read about her work and I was quite interested in the fact that as a Fulbright scholar, you know, her work on, um, on African-American history, you know, brought her back to Ghana and Nigeria. And I really wanted to see how that transpires and what, what that is going to come into at the end of the day, what her work is going to produce. And I realized that she's also putting together a production called The Blues Woman. Okay. Yes, which had been on for um, uh, for a long time, but they stopped it um, for some reasons. And they're bringing it together again, and they are clamoring for uh, transformation through womanhood, you know, calling for empowerment, calling for um, strength, you know. And I thought it would be nice to follow her her work currently and what she's doing, the development of that story and her cultural aspect as well. And that's why we're here. Great. And Dr. Karen, welcome to our studio. Thank you for coming and being a part of the Media Project podcast. This is something that we're starting off here and really enjoying getting to hear stories of people around the world who are journalists, storytellers, people really making a difference. And so you have been here in New York. Um, you're based in Washington, D.C. And tell us just about you. Who is Dr. Karen? Oh, hello, hello. <laughs> I am so delighted to be here with uh, with Evelyn. And, and th that is a beautiful, joyous story. And with you, Melissa. Thank you. And to get to know uh, King's College just a bit. Um I, my story is that I am a storyteller. I am a storyteller and singer and scholar. I had, uh, for 30 years or more, told um, history through song and story. And then I went back to school to get my story straight. Um, and in 2007, I finished a PhD in U.S. history and African diasporic folklore, which means what happens, what kinds of changes happen when Africans move from the place they consider home into a totally new place, mm -hmm. meet really new people, and they influence each other, and change comes. Sometimes there's continuity, sometimes there's not continuity, things just stop, and sometimes there's transformation. And that is my, that is the basis, that's the framework within, within which I see a great deal. Um, the work that I'm doing usually involves some form of cultural production, which means I look at song, story, and visual art, and dance to see what people who were not largely writing we're thinking, saying, and doing. And I love that you can share many of these things with us, but I love that you shared one of these songs with the students that we were visiting with here at the school. Would you share it with those who are listening now? Absolutely. It took me a while to figure out that I was talking about my own process. Hmm. I'm gonna sing when the spirits are sing. I'm gonna sing when the spirits are sing. When the spirit says sing, I'm gonna sing right along. Gonna sing when the spirit says sing. I'm gonna dance when the spirit says dance. 
I'm gonna dance when the spirit says dance. When the spirit says dance, I'm gonna dance right along. I'm gonna dance when the spirit says dance. I'm gonna speak when the spirit says speak. I'm going to speak when the spirit says speak. When the spirit says speak, I'm gonna speak right along. Gonna speak when the spirit says speak. What is I'm this? I'm gonna dance when the story says dance. One more. Okay. I'm gonna sing when the spirit says sing. Okay. Wow. <laughs> wow. And what is the song? What does the song say? What is it telling us? This is uh, an African American spiritual. And it is, it comes out of a community, although someone raised this song one day, we don't know who it was. But what we are learning, first of all, is that African Americans in enslavement were working off a spiritual base. They were working out of a spiritual root. They're saying, I'm going to be creative when the spirit, when divinity says it's time for creativity, I'm going to be obedient and I'm going to sing, I'm going to dance, I'm going to speak. And sometimes when I, when I perform this song, we, we from the audience from the, or the congregation, we're talking about what is it that we do when spirit says do. I'm going to move when the spirit says move. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to discover when the spirit says discover. I'm going to discover when the spirit reveals. I'm going to... I'm going to eat when the Spirit says eat. I'm going to cook when the Spirit says cook. I'm going to read when the Spirit says read. It's mm -hmm. all good. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and you hear those words. And like you're saying, as a journalist, as a storyteller, you hear and can feel that story as mm. you hear that song. Mm. You know? I am so honored that uh, Evelyn Osagi, a renowned, internationally renowned journalist, and artists such as myself would come this far to spend time with me hmm. and that we would go through what happens from day to day when the Spirit says, because really that's what we've been discovering. And I know that the Spirit has sent things on my head and on my heart that need to be addressed. And she mentioned the Blues Woman Project, which is full of stories of women who, one, write, sing, or play the blues, or two, they stand solid, talk straight, live with their whole heart. Their love is deep and real, but Lord, don't let them get mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> and they, I love the, the partnership and just the way the Lord has brought you guys together for such a time as this. Mm -hmm. It feels very much like that, right? Just so meant to be. Absolutely, it does. Yeah. We're seeing it every day. And you know, we're discovering, discovering a lot about one another. And one of the discovery is the fact that, um, is the fact that we are both poets, storytellers, and singers. And um, we're beginning to see that a lot of her work as a poet or as a song writer or as a singer, I also have poems to relate to with that. You know, and the more we get to know one another, the more we get to see that there are so many things um, that connects us um, beyond this story that I'm trying to pursue. 
in the art that we 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 profess you know to mm-hmm. be to 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 be expressing so it's quite interesting it's really quite interesting for me as um as a poet for me as a poet is quite revealing it's quite revealing because um I'm beginning to see a different side of poetry performance and I am so excited with that new experience bringing her experience and a, and, and and a long years of practice you know into play she's putting me through she's teaching me even though I'm supposed to be doing covering her and doing the story but she's showing me things and God is using her to teach me a whole lot, you know, teach me a whole lot. And both of us are doing so much discovery about our work and influencing ourselves too. And it's, it's really very great. It's really very great. And tell me, Evelyn, what is going to happen for you next? You're here in New York, you're going to DC. Is that right? For a yeah, visit? Yeah. Do you, when do you return home to Nigeria? Uh, we leave in, um, I think August 13th. Oh, yeah, that's okay. when I'll be going back. You're going back then. Yeah. Dr. Karen, are you going then or you're staying in She's D.C. Staying. at that time? Oh, I am, I'm here. I'm here for a while. Okay. Um, and um, looking for wonderful opportunities to uh, express that divine creativity. I came back to the United States a bit like uh, someone running into a burning building. I came with stories. Hmm. I came with stories about how do we look at things, how do we think about things, how do we use our minds to assess what we're seeing and hearing. I'm going to ask you just to get closer. I'm so sorry. I'm watching the mic level. Just okay. go closer. Yep. yep. Okay. We want it up. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. We can sorry. edit. We'll edit all of it. Okay. We, um, we are here to learn through story, through song, through dance. Things that, you know, the builder, uh, the stones that the builder sometimes rejects. We're here to learn how to listen more, more closely to divinity than we listen to humans. Mm. We are here to learn how... Um, divine mind is guiding and directing us and that the government is on his shoulder and no one else's. We're here to pray for our government. We're here to bless each other. We're here to welcome each other. And um, I am so delighted to be here now. I have two homes. One of them is in the United States and the other is in Nigeria. I have two families. One is in the United States and the other is in Nigeria. Mm. So I love both of my homes and I love all of my family. Mm. Yeah, so I, I, I will be, um, I'll be, I'll follow her mm-hmm. from here to, um, we hopefully we'll be, we'll be in Virginia where I'll be talking to uh, another cultural historian as well. Uh, Mimi and religious studies, you know, she, Mimi Sanford, yeah, Dr. Mimi Sanford. And um, I will be doing her story as well because she's part of um, Dr. Um, Wilson Amai Chefu's story as well. And um, from there, I'll follow um, Dr. Karen to her home in Washington. And see uh, what what we, what we'll get there as as the journey progresses, and hopefully this whole story will become um, a written um, documentary of the life of one of U.S. greatest um, cultural and intellectual um, historian that has ever lived. And hopefully on the side we'll be performing together. Mm. 
Uh, we hope to perform in New York soon. As we go, we, we intend to use the park, do open performances oh, like I, I like did it. in Nigeria. Yes. Really interesting. Yes, yes, I love yes. it. Yes, we'll be doing we'll be doing all kinds of poetry together, and then we'll be speaking to the to the leaves and to the to, to the open air because the environment listens hmm. and and communicates as well. And then we will do we will carry our band of performance, hopefully to Virginia and then to Washington. And then uh, um, hopefully, maybe that will open new opportunities for my poetry and my photography here in the US. I'm hoping that it will do so. And I'm also hoping that my work will also help, you know, put more light on people like Dr. Karen you know, whose work are affecting, it's going to change the course of history. You know, it's quite interesting. I'm so excited to be part of this project. And um, to be part, to be also here at King's College, you know, um, the, the media project is a family uh, and that I can't run away from and I must stay very close to and that, that is very dear to my heart. The support I get from you guys uh, is so tremendous. Um, you, I get monitored by you to say, oh, Evelyn, you're doing well. See what you're doing. Keep it this way, do that way. The other day we were talking about me going to broadcasting and you were giving your own advice i was so we talked about it, it was so impressive i was i'm touched by the love i get from you guys thank you so much thank yes you. no it's great what about tell us just about a little bit a picture of what things are like right now in nigeria for journalists um for people who just want to know kind of how is it in your home country right now and what are some challenges that journalists face today um, I, I think it's almost the same thing with what journalists face all over the world. Um, there's freedom of expression in Nigeria. We have more, we are free to do, to say, express ourselves. Um, but, you know, in every, most of the media houses in Nigeria, they are, they are owned by either politicians or people who have political interests. And, of course, you know that that's always have its own um uh, it's it hold on, on on the way the media is done, but uh, relatively it is um, relatively free. Journalists are free to express themselves, and um, but the challenge of the new media is tearing us in the face, and um, the challenge for journalists is, is to reinvent themselves to fit into the future or where the future is going, and um, that challenge is more for us because of technology. Uh, the, the, our country is not technologically ready, you know, for this change. And we're constantly fighting against this challenge and trying to meet up with the standards and the place where other journalists are in the world. And that is quite challenging for us. You know, Dr. Karen, I'd love to get your insight when we're talking about technology. Mm. Um when you're talking about songs that you find things, the correspondence uh, written between people, when you're doing discoveries and investigation of your own right now, looking at a photograph and wanting to trace back what is the origin of this photo and what does it say, I can't help but think about and fear what's being lost because of technology, because a lot of our correspondence is via email. A lot of photos are taken in phones with passwords. What risk do you think technology plays and how our stories of our generation are going to be told in the future? Do you think that's a, f am I just 
being a little like paranoid or no, is this no, an issue? No, no, I don't think you're being paranoid. I think that we are facing quite a challenge. But just as any challenge, you know, I understand that Plato said, never trust a man who writes. Put, uh, trusting things to writing was something that they didn't trust. It needed to be oral because oral, um, those who kept the oral tradition were sworn to a certain kind of um, 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 honesty, were, were sworn to a certain kind of integrity. So here we are, we're now all about writing. And the books that we have, so many of them are just being discarded. The things that people knew, uh, there were things that I remember 40 years ago I could find in the New York Public Library that I can't find now. Really? Interesting. they been done away with. Um, however, what you're saying about, about technology and correspondence, we stopped writing a lot, I think, at a certain point. Hmm. I would say about 20 years ago, I wasn't seeing people write as much to each other. But now I see, I find myself writing emails, and when I'm writing to someone that I really care about, I pour something out. Yeah. In that email. Yes, I agree. Now, we are we are facing the situation. You know, this business with what is Facebook keeping? What is uh, I'm I've got things in the cloud. I've got Google, Google whatever. I've got my own whatever. My drive. Google Drive, I've got the Mac cloud. Now, it's possible that those are our archives now, hmm. our day-to-day -day archives. Interesting. We put our photos in the cloud. And so who's going to bring that cloud? Now, now you know, <laughs> and dealing, now that, that means that those of us who, or who do now or who will later care about an archive, those of us who, for whom archives are an important idea, will need to be strategizing this new technological, these new technological issues. Mm -hmm. Our children and their children will need to be doing this. But I will say that I believe in human archives. I believe in the song and story that people keep inside of themselves and the movement. Those things have taught me something. So we ourselves our archives, the archives that we don't really even realize. Hmm. And that's what, that's where I'm learning what enslaved people who were largely not writing, I'm learning about them from their great, great grandchildren. Hmm. The way they move to music and what music makes them do from this tradition is different than what music makes people do from a European tradition mm -hmm. or from an Asian tradition. So we can look at who we are to, and trace back some of what our folks knew and did. Hmm. So if we put all of those things together, they all become our strategies. They all become our, our way of retrieving what is important. Mm -hmm. We just need a few new tools. I am hoping that the blues women out there, you know, who are living lives of, of strength and the ones, the lives where you have to keep walking mm -hmm. because you don't know that anything can try to stop you. You just have to keep walking. I'm hoping that they will help us to fund 
the moving forward of this project. We've got f um, piano, bass, drums. We're looking for a, 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 a guitarist. And hopefully I'm going to find a horn. <laughs> and we are women telling stories, stories of other women, which is what the blues often does. And we're telling our own stories. And we are bringing um, a model of womanhood and strength and hope and courage to a generation that has been largely um, preyed upon, mm. largely abused. Mm. And it doesn't mean that other that these women haven't also been preyed upon, but they know how to keep moving, and they know how to keep speaking. Hmm. We are hoping that we have, you know, because I'm not asking, I could never ask these professional musicians to work with me and develop these stories and play this fabulous blues without recompense. You know, it's not a volunteer situation. Mm -hmm. I, I, I really, uh, and we're going to come out with a fabulous thing. I would, I would like to leave um, with everyone my, my poem that I always do. Uh, it's a poem of hope, a, a poem of, 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 of hope, unity, and love. Ah, for a better day. I, I'm leaving it with America. Sunrise. And the sun. We'll rise, warm our hearts, warm our spirit. The storm will rise again, the sun will rise again, the sun will rise again in our land. The sun once rose mm. in our land, our heart rose with the sun. Day after day we waited. We looked up and waited. The sun ray refreshed us. In its heat we were made strong. Suddenly, dark clouds are giving way to a sunny day. Suddenly, the sun ray is beginning to warm our hearts again. Suddenly, laughter and ecstatic dance are taking center stage as poverty storylines are giving way to a sunny page. And behold, the sweet romance of hope. A determined American, a better America, a better you, a better me, a better America today and tomorrow. The sun once rose in our land, our heart rose with the sun. I see the sun rising in this land again. I see the sun rising in this land again. The sun will rise again in our land. This time it's America. <laughs> wow. That is so good. Well, you ladies promised me that you will keep in touch with us. Let us know how things are going in Absolutely. D.C. and Nigeria. Let us know about everything that and how ways that women and men both can be involved in seeing what you're doing and being a part of it online. Absolutely. Okay. We need a whole community to come and celebrate. You can always follow for me. You can always follow me on Instagram. Okay, go close to the mic and say it again. Yeah, you can always follow me on Instagram, Evelyn Osage Art, and on Twitter, the same name, and then on Facebook, Evelyn the Poet. I also have my journalism. I use um, my Twitter handle, Speak to Evelyn. 
you know, on Twitter. So, yes, you would see a lot of what we'll be doing, the journeys, the pictures and all will be up there. And okay. then in my paper as well, as I put, as it's been published, I'll be putting it up on the social media. And then, yeah, the conversation just continues. Thank you. It's just getting started. Well, thank yeah. you for being with us today in the TMP studio. It's thank great to have you. Thank you, ladies. Thank you.